Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Like always, I am your host Sean Siriani, and today we are celebrating episode 69 in a very, very proper way. Today I got my good pal, rapper, porn star, Addie Stewart, a.k.a. Mindbender Supreme, a.k.a. Malcolm Lovejoy. So excited to have him back. He was my episode one, and if you followed my journey through podcasting, you'll notice I'd had two episode ones, uh, one before Girth Radio when I was just doing it in the park. When I wanted to kick this off, I thought I'd call the most interesting man I knew, look through my phone, Addy popped up, and I was like, yeah, that's how we got to kick off the vibe of this, <laughs> of whatever this is about to be. Then when I got in the studio, uh, I kind of did a little reset, started at number one again, got Addy back, and it's been long overdue. He is back again, and we got an absolutely great conversation coming your way. He released a new album called Journey Into Sound. He's also been killing it in the porn industry, only been doing this for a few years, and he's already won some awards been featured in a theater we talk all about that i know he's looking to direct in the near future and this is overall just a cool conversation around this we talk about like deeper things in life and and just the power of being a unique individual kind of finding yourself and unapologetically going for it uh i truly believe that's when the magic happens you're gonna hear our thoughts on that and also like since I did the one episode with a psychic. I've been getting into like a lot of cosmic talks uh, <laughs> for all you skeptics out there. I hope I'm not turning you away. Open your minds, open your hearts, and uh, whether you're into that kind of shit or not, I hope you can get something out of it. I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I'm not ignoring the vibes people give off to me, whether it's good or bad, and I'm just going with the flow of things. And even before I consciously fell into that wavelength or paid attention to that wavelength I should say Addy since the day I met him always gave me the warmest vibes almost like get a boost of energy from him and uh you'll probably hear it throughout the interview it's a lengthy one and what's crazy is we just fell into a great convo and it's one of those things where you just lose track of time to me it felt like 20 minutes I looked at the I looked at my recording device and it was an hour and 15. And I notice when I mentally get lost in into the convo, I forget I'm recording. And those are usually the best episodes I put out for you guys. So I hope you enjoy this one. And to those who are listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, just to let you know that each one of these episodes has its own homepage. At our home base, www.girthradio.com, I recommend you clicking on that. You can see pictures of me and Addy in the studio, links to his new album, and a bunch of his other work. And like always, I want to give the biggest thanks to our sponsor, the Pacific Junction Hotel, always treating me and my guests like kings. Shout out to the staff working that night, Jules, Spencer, Nelly. I appreciate you guys. And as I've been talking a lot about vibes lately, thank you for always setting the tone. I appreciate you guys so, so, so fucking much. And without further ado, we're going to get into this conversation. 
Addy Stewart, a.k.a. Mindbender Supreme, a.k.a. Malcolm Lovejoy, coming at you right now. Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. And they made, or she made me come to a realization to like actually like listen to vibes. And I started like thinking of like the people I see who I get like that warm energy. And like maybe I don't question the energy and shit like that. And I think I was like thinking of like lots of close friends and stuff like that. And I saw you pop up on like Facebook, and I'm like, Addie's one of those motherfuckers too. There's just something around that. And uh, she was telling me that is the people in your life that you're supposed to meet, and you're supposed to listen to that vibe. And where maybe like I've had moments like that, feeling that with other people, but maybe I felt socially awkward to like pursue it or whatever. I'm like, oh, this person met me for three minutes or whatever. I'm not gonna like call them like weeks later hey remember that i'm that guy from the party or whatever but it's like maybe that energy's got pushed there for a reason i totally feel that man yeah. and and sometimes i i pursue those once in a while if i if i i, I i'm totally with it man and i'm glad you said it because i think it ties into music personally and just like i just see music as a vibration and a wavelength and like people just give off that energy whether they're speaking or not so it's just like you just feel it on them. And if your vibe is on the same wavelength as theirs, then you just feel it whether you're talking or not. And you're just like, why do I like that person more than... Yeah, it's like a, almost like something you can't explain to. And mm. you ever like, um, you go to a concert and you're in the room and you feel that energy and you're just like, yeah. And maybe you'll take out your phone for a second and try to record it. And then you go watch it at home and it's just like, there's something like heavy missing or it doesn't translate almost to like what you saw that day a hundred percent man yeah. the energy there there really is something that, and i maybe it's just you are disconnected from that time and space even though you know that in that time and space there was a special connection being made yeah yeah you, in that time when you were trying to capture it it's like it's kind of funny it's <laughs> it, i saw um somebody was selling online you saw when they they were selling bags of the air around a Kanye West uh, music release. They're like, I was here. At this, I can't, It was one of the later ones. like <laughs> Bags of air. Yeah, they were like, yo, I was at this Kanye West party, and I took this bag, and I closed the bag. <laughs> and they're like, this bag is uh, captured air from the Kanye West. So it's just... just <laughs> did like, they try to, like, seal it and everything? Yeah, they did seal it. Yeah, yeah they sold it. They, they, it was sealed, and they were selling it on eBay. Yeah. And they were getting... They were getting like it was in the hundreds of dollars. Genius. Yeah. So it's just like literally trying to capture that energy. <laughs> like this is the oxygen from. Yeah. And just like you keep that like in like a safe and like you're just having the ultimate like worst day. I was like, I need to suck the Kanye air. Yeah. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're there was that wavelength. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. Yeah. Back you just start rapping and like <laughs> talking crazy shit on Twitter. And... <laughs> 
<laughs> it's mm-hmm. fantastic. But, yes. Yes, Sean. Yes. Yo, are we in? Is it? Uh, yeah, I, I, I started going that's a little great. bit. That's great. Yeah, yeah, we're going to dive good. into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, people heard the intro. They kind of got the gist of you, but I just want to say it's great to have my spirit animal back. Yes, brother. Yes, brother. <laughs> yes, big fist pound. Yes, man. And my, uh, my, yeah, my Friday, you had a pretty big night, your 10th album. Uh, yes, I, I, I'm pretty sure it's around 10th solo projects. Um, my career is weird and interesting, and and at one point I have to do a Wikipedia page, which is going to be mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, because there's so many like different collabs you have. You know, I know you did your albums with your like brother, and uh, I got five and... or six albums with my brother. I've got an album with Michael Shazam Wright. Um, yeah, I've got four or five mixtapes that are solo. I got a bunch of weird stuff. I got an acapella yeah. album. My, my career is wild. Yeah, yeah. You're just always just pushing that, I don't know, your gift or whatever. It's just part of you and yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, most people, I mean, Mindbender is a very interesting, weird creature. But but honestly, this album is a really special album. <laughs> this album is my writing capacity at its top level. This is my the most important s- songs and concepts and ideas I think I've made maybe in my career. Yeah, yeah. It's It seems like... From like I still need to hear it, but even like looking at the cover art, I'm like, this is so Addy. This is like because you're also connecting something with like your new, or I wouldn't say newfound love, but like yeah. your new profession in the past handful of years and everything yeah. with the oh, really sexual like um, cover art, and it's awesome. <laughs> like yeah. it, yes, I actually shout out to the lovely, lovely goddess on the cover beautiful beautiful woman mm-hmm. but the album we're talking about if you haven't already clued in is the new mindbender supreme double mm-hmm. album produced by peppermint called journey into sound new colors new dimensions new values nice nice and it's it's a double album for quite a few reasons it's 20 tracks of next level hip-hop music and primary we put it out on drake's birthday it came out officially on october 24th nice nice and uh, shout out to Drake, shout out to Kanye, shout out to also a little, little competitive jab in the side to Drake and a little competitive jab in the side and in the brain to Kanye. Yeah. Just, you know, just it's it was this was inspired by hip hop and our hip hop heroes, but it's also uh, constructive criticism to all of our hip hop heroes. Yeah, yeah. Because hip hop was pretty fucked up this year. Yeah, good definitely. Things. And the definitely. music was good, but a lot of a lot of rappers did a lot of fucked up bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was from, just from, crazy. Like so many just headlines every day. It's like mm. not even talking about music. It's mm. just everything else. Like, no, just people's personal lives and, doing yeah. weird shit. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like I I was never been more disappointed in Nas than I have been in my entire 25, 27 years of listening to him. Yeah, this year I discovered he probably I believe he was an abuser to Khalees. Um, I was never more disappointed in Kanye. He, it, you know, supporting Trump is just unforgivable, and that's the line that no human shall cross. Once you cross that line, you are a deplorable human. <laughs> yeah, so that just kind of cut him off for you, right? Or well, it's just it it put him in this weird position that I've never had an artist be in because it's he's been somebody that's inspired me forever. Um, I interviewed him. I've had a few personal experiences with him, um, and like. I can't. I thought of it. I was like, "Yo, Kanye's really on levels that nobody really in hip hop history has been on." And I was like, "How do we quantify this?" Uh, and I thought one of the things is Kanye's the first artist that I know of in hip hop that has been 
that has had personal experiences with three different presidents. Like mm, personal yeah, experiences. Yeah. Like nobody, Kanye, ha, you know, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Barack Obama saying Kanye West is a jackass from the Taylor Swift thing. Yeah, and yeah. And then Kanye West like chilling with Donald Trump in his office. I'm like, I can't think of a single rapper who's been like, yeah. you're on president level. Yeah, he's beyond hip hop. Like people who don't even like, uh, like follow anything hip hop, know his know name, who he is and yeah, have opinions yeah. about him, and, yeah. talk, and it's like, yo, you have no real, very little context to appreciate or disrespect Kanye West as a musician or a public figure. But he's so big, everyone has an opinion on him, anyways. Yeah, but yeah, I was just like, damn, I can't think of a single other person in hip hop who's really that big. So, you know, it's just weird because after a lot of his disappointing stuff, I think he did betray Drake quite a lot, and like, mm-hmm. um. I'm not too sure that I believe that. I definitely don't really believe that 40 is the one that revealed to Pusha about the, the baby. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm pretty, like, I lean towards it being Kanye. Or Kanye, like, kind of being kind of lazy with the information and letting it leak around. Yeah. So, and I, I want to let people know listening to at home, too, like, if you're not familiar with Mindbender, you have a lot of history with Drake as well. Like, just mm. he... Knows you, shouts you out, and you've pro- you've probably seen his roots in performing yeah. in little bars around Toronto or whatever. Like, uh, yeah, I think I saw like maybe the first nine or eleven, twelve Drake concerts. Yeah, or like thirteen out of fourteen of them until it got really big and it's just too too yeah. much. But I definitely was at a whole bunch of the original album release parties. I wrote some stuff. Tr- I tried to get him. I tried to write an article and tried to get a Drake interview for now magazine when he was still small enough to do it on now magazine. But now I was like, nah, we don't care. I was like, little Wayne was at actually the ACC. And I was like, yo, like we need to talk to these guys right away. Cause things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now I was like, nah. Yeah. And so, the- but, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, I've been around Drake. Drake's cool. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. he's not, he's, I don't drink with him. I went drink. I went drinking with him one night. Mm-hmm. It was a wonderful night, but I'm not saying like, I've been on tour with them. Yeah, Not yeah, yet. but uh, yeah, I'm just trying to tell people a little bit about the legend of Mindbender. Because almost like every major act who comes to the city knows who you are, or have some like kind of interaction with you, whether it's an interview or like even the Wu Tang Clan pulling you on stage to fucking rap "Old Dirty Bastard" verses, and that was great. It's like. It's almost like this kind of goes back to we were talking about a bit of the energy at the beginning of this interview. Yes. It's almost like I yes. believe you can manifest like what you put out. And I don't know a guy who loves hip hop more than you or just lives it. And then obviously <laughs> it's going to connect you to all this shit, like whether it's like cosmically or not, or like just throw you into like all these situations. and. You're right, and it has, and um, financially, or, or maybe historically, like I have a few weird haters that constantly sabotage me in this weird little circle online in the states, which is one of the really odd. Yeah, it's really odd. Yeah, no, I've got a few haters out there who mm-hmm. just, you know, people who just don't like my energy because maybe they're like, oh, that guy reminds me of something that I'm not, or. He's just always talking about love and positivity, and that pisses me off. So it's yeah, just like yeah. people are just bitter about themselves. I haven't done anything personally to them, but there's just some people who just love to hate. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I love to love. So people love to hate. That's obvious. There's 
like they're like trolls. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got some trolls out there, and I'm just saying all this to say like they are they're like some of them have done have crossed legal lines and posted. They actually like in 2005, one of them posted a picture of me doing some pretty effeminate queerish things and it. it was like yeah, my yeah. first rev this was long before mm-hmm. before the modern era of cell phones and stuff but i had like a, i had a picture revealed of me holding a bra to my chest and okay. and, and throwing like gay goofy eyes to the camera yeah so i was i was doing some personal stuff with a girlfriend and it, it just was in a photo bucket account this one last picture so these haters found it threw it on a hip-hop message board and i was just like yo these haters fucking are gonna sabotage my life. Yeah. They put up my Toronto address. They, uh, they're like, yo, if you ever get a Wikipedia page, we're gonna change it every day. Yeah. So yeah. Anyways, like, there's some people who love Mindbender and people who hate. So. Yeah, it's interesting too. Like uh, you said, that happened in 2005, and the world's changed so much, like socially too. Like I feel like if that picture came out now, and people be like, oh, it's like. It's a guy like holding a bra or wearing a bra or whatever. It's like whatever. It's 2018, but like then, and I don't know. Like I wouldn't connect it to like all hip hop, but there was like there's like a certain like amount of homophobia and like yeah. I don't know the harder yeah. rapper like battle rap circles and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. So that could be like I don't know. Oh yeah, that ignorance is still here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, did you hear the new Eminem freestyle? No, not yet. Not yet. It's. It's it's the one uh, he posted like after bodied right he was saying like this it just came out like yeah. yesterday yeah 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 I it's like ten it minutes <laughs> yeah. oh really yeah yeah there's it's just a bunch of acapella lyrics flying at you um, shout out to Mike Stone and uh, Kelly Maloney uh, uh, they were uh, I talked to them they were on Toronto Talks and <laughs> Mike was like I I've been I've been saying I I I hit it for a while but I've been publicly saying that I definitely believe Eminem is bisexual and I want hip hop to be in a place where we can talk about it and just support him and be like, this is cool. We're not going to take away his crown or anything or people are not going to be like, Oh, he's gay. So let's just be ignorant and disrespect him. And and like, no, 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 this isn't a witch hunt. This is just keeping it real. Like Mm -hmm. what hip hop is supposed to. And like, I'm saying all this to say like, Eminem even said himself on the movie The Interview, he's like, I've been leaving gay breadcrumbs for, for, for <laughs> forever. So this new this new freestyle has gay breadcrumbs like all over. Like loves of bread. Loaves of bread. I got to listen to Eminem this is feeding pigeons everywhere. Loaves of bread. It's coming out of the oven. I, there's lots of eyebrow-raising lines in it. Like Around the seven or eight-minute mark, I'm just like, wow. Eminem is he's a great words, a wonderful wordsmith, but... Mm-hmm. He's like it's it's so thinly veiled now. <laughs> I'm just like, how do people not think this man is not exploring homosexuality? Himself? Interesting. I'm gonna be listening to this differently I, when I finally yeah, get to no, it. Too. Like, I'm like, where is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, like he, he, his wordplay is, is, is magnificent. Yeah, yeah. His 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 tongue and cheekness is. I I say Eminem is tongue and butt cheek. <laughs> yeah, and it's. It's so cool how just laid back and you are open to all sorts of different sexualities and like yeah, it's all good. I know you're living it. You just don't <laughs> care what other people do, and it's it's funny too. Uh, I mentioned there like some friends were like, "Oh, who are you having on this weekend?" And I, I'm like, "Oh, it's my buddy uh, Mindbender. He's a rapper, porn star." And I think 
<laughs> male porn stars get a bad rap because oh really you oh. think i don't know i guess like I, no you're right the usual ones you think of are like just kind of like greasy slime balls or whatever but you are the total most opposite loving sensual guy like i know like you i don't know this Thanks, like dude. when Thanks. you when you talk about like doing these scenes too it's like you mention women as like you always say goddesses and yeah, stuff like that. It's lovers, like, angels, goddesses, you know, and, and it's some almost women, like a form of worship instead it of very like, much is yeah. It, like sex for me has a has a religious and spiritual and justice and civil rights. It, it it's everything in life for me. It's literally the combination of everything. It's art. It's it's science. It's health. Mm-hmm. It's it's sports. It's it's fun. It's play. It's work. It's money, it's it's freedom, it's service. So it's like that's what I bring to my sexuality. And I understand not every woman puts all that in it. And I don't articulate that every time. I don't make this big list and I I love you like a like yeah, yeah, I just yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. embody it in my action. So that's why women don't I don't have to worry about women going through my phone. I don't women aren't throwing rocks at my window or like scratching my car. I don't have a car anymore. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't gotta deal with the negative bullshit because mm. I respect women and I love them and I cherish them. So, yeah. So I see I see all the drama and stuff these days, and I'm just like, yo, like I don't experience any of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're just, and I'm sure you're connecting with more like-minded women who have similar views as well. You nailed it. You yeah. nailed it because I'm also very much not trying to push myself onto women that don't think or think like me or like want a guy like me. Like mm-hmm. I'm not try. I don't manipulate. Be like, oh, that girl's hot. Let me try to hook up with her, whether or not she likes me. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, if she, if she's hot and she likes me, it's a bonus. Yeah. But if she's hot and she doesn't like me, peace yeah. to you. I'm gonna find a girl that's hot and likes me. Yeah, I feel like uh, almost like the creepiness that some women will talk about, it, like that happens in males, is them trying to force a situation that's not really there. You Dude, know, a hundred percent, man. You nailed it. Like. Women tell me stuff like, you know, some women who are like, yeah, I just gave in to him because he asked me 20 times. Just wouldn't oh, stop it. Shit. No, and then t- the, the guy learns like, oh, that's the way I do it. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah. Just, you know, like persistence overcomes resistance. Yeah. Like, no, not in sexuality. This is that's like a, a war strategy for fucking tanks and battlefields, not fucking <laughs> yeah. women. Like, chill, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, no, like I, I hear all kinds of horrible stuff women say, and I'm, I don't practice these things. I just... Yeah. Literally, it's just like there's eight billion people on the planet. Four billion of them are women. So I just have a pretty good chance of finding people who are like me. Yeah. Especially if I'm looking, if I'm only looking to, if I'm looking for just a few. I'm not trying to be with five hundred women at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's ten, like nine, you, you feel. You, you, I feel like you're the type of person who like doesn't do it to brag. You just do it because mm-hmm. you love it. It's mm-hmm. like maybe you'll you'll have a handful, but it's not like absolutely. Like, it's like little trophies everywhere. You and know? there is no trophies. Every single yeah. experience is a beautiful thing. Like yeah. Somebody that I'm with once, or somebody that I've been with for three or four years, and but I'm I really want to say uh, I I agree with you and about. Porn, male porn stars not having the best reputation. Yeah. Do you feel like when you tell people what you do, they get like a 
a, a different vibe like that might be miscued in a way or a bit but i also give off like such a pretty happy vibe i think people mm-hmm. just don't take me that seriously oh, okay. and i'm also not like bragging about it and i'm not pushing it in their face all the time so they're like oh okay well okay he says he does porn that's cool i you know whether or not they like check out how much i actually have done or be like what does he mean when he says he won two trophies like yeah, 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 I've been like recognized by the Canadian industry by my peers as uh, the highest level performance two years in a row for these categories. Like, um, cheers to that, by yeah, the yeah, way. Like, <laughs> We're gonna like, take yeah, a moment. Real, yeah, for, for real. real. Like, mm-hmm. whether you know it or not, it's like you know, it's like somebody if they won an award in China or something, or or like over a Europe, or there. It's like, yeah, you might not be aware, but like an another enormous audience is aware and respects this person and nobody is aware of everything so yeah that's it yeah it's, it's to me it's so like personally it's so cool that you're doing this too because i remember one of the first conversations i've had with you and we were just shooting like real talk and you were only rapping at the time and like i think you were telling me you were do- doing some other writing but you you told me you wanted to be a porn actor. Yeah, dude. And you're, now you're yeah. living it. Yeah, it's like it makes right. me so proud. <laughs> like no, you're, you're right. winning fucking awards. I know you like you had like a movie like in a theater too. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, we had a documentary. Shout out to Claire Allure. Uh Yeah, we had a documentary that was in Hot Docs this year. So yeah. that was dope. Um, to see it actually, to see yourself, <laughs> it was amazing to be <laughs> to be watching yourself on a Scotiabank movie screen. <laughs> yeah, there's my dick blown up fifty times. Yeah, totally like, um, head to toe on a hundred foot movie screen that I normally watch like Will Smith and Tom Cruise on. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. in the same theater. This is amazing. <laughs> so, so yeah, it, it was awesome. It was awesome, and uh, you know to get applause at the end of it, and um, it was nominated for. It's been nominated for some stuff, and some fans really like it. Um, uh, but yeah, it's cool. Like it's, uh, I've been really quiet about it, but I'm glad that I'm here talking about this because this is the end of my humble chapter. Like, yeah, like yeah. This is I've been doing it for five years, especially talking to you because I did talk to you before I actually wanted to do it, and I've been doing it for five years now. I've been humble, I've been quiet, but I've been consistently at work because it's not because I'm one of those sex people that's. I'm not about bragging about it. I'm not about talking about it and talking shit. I'm just about doing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, You're too I'm, busy to yeah, talk yeah, about yeah, it because I'm, I'm fucking right now. Yeah, I'm like... fucking. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm busy making porn. I'm not just going to be out uh, like bragging about it and like being one of those dudes who brags about girls or brags about money. And then, yeah, yeah. And then you find out the reality and they're not. Yeah. They got like a tenth of what they say. I see I see this in like uh, rappers on my Facebook too. Like, they're like, oh, the new the new albums come. They're like all talk and no do. It's like, man, like I've been seeing this guy post about like recording this album for eight years, and he I haven't heard one of his songs. Where's or whatever. the album for real? Yeah, yeah. Like, not, the video? I notice not like even like in music and other work too. Like if you're like engulfed in doing and doing, you're not always like on your status talking about like every move you're making because you're way too busy like almost like taking a step to talk about like your next five moves is a step back because you're like i don't know just putting like the energy in the wrong direction oh that is brilliant do you feel the same i i oh i'm so thankful you said you oh you gave me a jewel right there really because to stop and to talk about it actually is a step of taking away from the momentum of doing it but there's there's i think like 
like I don't want to discourage people from talking about it like a little bit because you never know you can throw something out there a seed and it can turn into something else too but yeah. in my experience like I'm not gonna front like I've been a talker at sometimes like no, with doing like different projects and of just course. like you get excited about the idea but there's a point where it's like you know what are you doing with your afternoon like writing this giant like fucking three paragraph thing it's like you could have took that whole morning and took the first fucking step and that's it yeah and and like to to put it in another example sometimes with those trolls and haters online i'll I'll respond to them and i'll be like yo break down why the fuck you think i'm so whack like tell me why i'm like you can say that you don't like my music but you can't you can't say that i i can't rhyme like i got some sick ass rhymes but like you just you should logically say your rhymes are dope, but they're not my flavor of music. Mm-hmm. But you're not mature enough to say that. You're just like, oh, you're whack and you shouldn't be making music and fuck Mindbender and all Canadians are lame. And you're, I'm just like, you're just a weak troll. Like, So instead of me responding to these haters, I often should just be like, nah, you're not even worth it. We're the people who love Mindbender. Let me keep finding them because they're not the traditional people and it's going to be harder to find my fan base than the average because my sh- my music really isn't regular music yeah and i think that reflects you as a person like you're just super unique and i'm not saying that yeah. in a bad way no it's i like love you're it. like a little it. gem yeah. but like, yeah i i exactly i, yeah. I, I appreciate it mm-hmm. and like it's just i just need to make the biz like it's just turning it into a business is difficult but like i can't I can't avoid the algorithm of existence. Like there, like there's a certain social media. Like I don't measure my. I'm like I'm so glad people always bring up stories that I don't remember. But like, I can't like if you're looking at my subscribers on YouTube or like my followers on Twitter or my followers on Instagram. Like I'm not that big. Mm-hmm. But if you talk about like my like, there's not a single Canadian really in like history after like. 2003 or four, all the way back to the beginning of Canadian hip hop history. There's not a single Canadian that you can talk about that I don't have some kind of connection with. Yeah, yeah. So it's, and it's like that can't be measured in social media numbers at all. Yeah, definitely. Like I got I got multiple stories with Mishimi and Maestro and Cardinal and Socrates and Kanon yeah. and Red One and like Buck sixty five. Like yeah. name a rapper, Eternia. Yeah, and the, it's like a testament to like who you are too, because you're not like just an online fan or whatever. You are out at every show supporting these people. Yeah. People know your face. People know who you are, and you're still going. Like I still like I'll see you at the King of the Dot and like everything, like all over oh, the place. Like, oh god. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk about this right now because yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna give you a as this is a special jewel. The the worlds of Malcolm Lovejoy and the worlds of Mindbender sometimes do not parallel perfectly. Yeah. And this weekend, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. Because okay, yeah. I have to be a decade, right? Yeah. Decades happening. Shout out to Organic. and, uh, and Yeah, 10 years, ten of, years King of, of King of the Dot. Of the dot. Yeah. That's great. But you know what else I was invited to? What's that? That's happening this weekend. A special once a weekend getaway to a four-level mansion with all sex workers. Hmm. And 
I went to it last year, and it was a beautiful orgy. And and then it, at the end, dude, fuck battle rap. Well, like, <laughs> you're, you you better. I, 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 if like, I see you, you at know, this show, I'm gonna be upset. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I'm gonna God! be so mad. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, dude. But sorry if like, I derailed no, your point. No, right yeah, now, no yeah. I feel you, dude. Like I'm so torn in half, though. I'm like, I want. I might do one in one, man. But like, it's the 10 year anniversary, though, and and part of me feels like. I don't, I'm not going to say it's the end of my appearances in Battle Rap, but yeah, like, yeah. next year, I really want to be too busy to be... Like, next year, I kind of don't want to go to certain events unless I'm paid to be there. Okay, not, I understand. Not, not all of them, I, but like, I'm not going to say that like you have to pay to see Mindbender in, in 2019. No, you just want to be working instead but I of really like, be working. being the person in the audience. Exactly. Yeah, that you, you nailed it to a yeah. T. I'm like, I've, I want to be doing my podcast and or writing my book and or doing video. I got, a, I got a brand new camera yesterday. The most expensive camera I've ever had in my life. So I'm like, I want to be... I, I, I was nominated... I won two porn awards... Uh, for the like out of the five that I've been nominated, but like none of them were for directing; they were for acting. Okay, okay. So I was like, when I when I won my second porn award this year, I told the woman, I was like, next year I want to submit for directing. Cool. So she's like, yeah. yo, I'm gonna hold you to that, and I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, yo, I I could be working on like being a cinematographer instead of being the guy in the audience. Like I love seeing you with the camera because you're you document and like yeah. you know you like. You ca- I'd love to capture it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I should be working. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Mm. Yeah. I can see you as a good director, too. You're just like a very visionary person. And I can see you doing something unique that somebody's like never seen before as well. Like, that's because even like I, I feel like you as like a porn actor or porn star or whatever the technical term is it for you, you're like a different like breed of human going into that circle and but that's you you nailed it yeah, man yeah. you said it and like i feel like i want to approach the porn and video the same way that i approach music because i don't make music like i have some of the traditional structures of music but i put different content in it and i take it in new different and new new directions yeah it's like i'm rapping there's verses and hooks and chorus and beats and rhymes but like i just flip ideas and twist them and put in new shit that's what Mindbender means. So it's just like with the porn, I want to have porn, but like make it a little political or even do some sci-fi shit or <laughs> do yeah. some comedy shit. Or just do some like actually be like, yeah, this you can masturbate to it and it's hot, but it's just like it might make you think a bit too, which isn't a problem. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like I, I actually love movies, man. I want to put it out there. I'm a fucking cinephile, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I've, I'm like. You know, I like the I, word cinephile too. I never heard that before. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 man. Yo, no, I, I love mo- like almost more than it's weird. Sometimes for like a week or two, like I'll check out movie culture more than I'll check out hip hop culture. Like I, I'll just read about script writers and directors and and just I, I don't put everything on Rotten Tomatoes, but like I'm on Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Just like yo, man, I love movies because it's just like I feel like we're moving into a time where. Like, people don't respect musicians as much anymore, but, like, th- like the cult of celebrity and actors is, like, and, like, speakers and just speakers on camera. That's just where the power is. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, the power of all art and entertainment and even politics. Because yeah. there's, like, not too much of a difference between fucking piece of shit Donald Trump and even, like, Joe Rogan or, like, just people who run podcasts or, like, Mm-hmm. fucking puff daddy or like 
hosts or judges on like reality TV shows. Yeah, yeah. It's just like all kind of almost becoming similar figureheads. Yeah, it's, it's just true. like how many like how many fucking what's your cult and how many millions or billions of fucking people follow you in your opinion. Yeah, that's, all yeah, like that's, a, that's an interesting perspective. On yeah, it, I yeah. feel like everything's just coming down to, all right, who follows your political and moral beliefs, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Whether or not they're even good or bad. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I'm the type of person to, like, there's a certain, like, types of, like, celebrity heads that I, like, subscribe to. I'm like, oh, this guy's cool. I like listening to this or whatever. But I find, like sarcastically I'll, I'll listen to like the opposite side like for example like, like what? i subscribe to alex jones's channel well i guess yes. he's not on youtube anymore yeah yeah. but like i'll just click on it i'll be doing stuff around the house and it's like a good like laugh because it's like so opposite of my mind or even if i like see like i try not to get too engulfed with like political news or whatever but if i see like a little like trump at a podium i'll click on it for a couple minutes i'm like what's this guy gonna say yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's, absolutely, absolutely and it's like this weird like fun i have with like i don't know this is like an inner like super villain or something yeah, you know, like you watching shit burn yes. <laughs> yeah you wow. know like, exactly it's like what yeah. the fuck is society and like stuff like that but also like i'll trip yeah, myself out too if i'm thinking too deeply i'm like what if i'm on the wrong side which i no. feel in my heart that i'm not but like you know like it could no but just just like nobody knows everyone's just fucking blindly stumbling down the fucking yeah ger- uh, fucking dimensions of life no one knows where what the hell is happening yeah, or where yeah. we're all going but we're, we're just following our intuitions and the thing is there's no it would be ridiculous to say that we're all like the dark side of me sometimes i say that i engage in those haters and trolls of mindbender to be like sometimes i say i just do research on the modern caveman modern pig modern fuckboy yeah but then sometimes i'm like is maybe i'm just like indulging my inner fuckboy like i'm not saying that i'm mm-hmm. above yeah. i'm not saying i'm above like i have darkness in me like i try to always be positive and yeah but yeah. it's just like i know like just to be a human being that no one's all one thing yeah so it's just like yeah once i i'll i checked out a bit of alex jones here and there i check out a little trump here and there and just just to be like all right what like i've never agreed with them yeah yeah but like i've tuned into them yeah yeah like i'm like you guys don't have my morals but i'm like oh let me Hmm, let me see how close or far away I am from <laughs> your thought. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. yeah, totally. And it's just like some, you know, there's been some. Well, I'll, I'll throw this one out here because it's fucked. Like the Neil deGrasse Tyson just came out. Did you see? Does he is he in like a scandal or something? Now? Yeah. Oh yo, no, I didn't see this. I yo, watched like tons day, of his shit. Two they, days ago. Oh fuck! Neil I'm out of the loop. Tyson, yeah. Three women came out and said that he was uh, abusive to them. What? Uh, yeah, Neil the spaceman. Degr- Neil deGrasse. I love that guy. I know, no. man. I know. Like, oh, what a fucking mind blower, brain melter. Oh, that makes me sad. That's like almost that right now. Almost hit me as hard as like Cosby too. Like just the wholesome guy and like. Just fucking doing like legendary comedy, and now I can't even like listen to his old shit anymore. Yeah, I mean, sadly, Cosby is was revealed to be a super predator monster. Yeah, and yeah. I don't, I would not even think, I can't even 
imagine a universe where Neil deGrasse Tyson could be revealed to be on the level of Cosby? And if the yeah, so it's not like that. Heavy oh no, 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 like no. More like was it like a physical type? I don't want to downplay what ha- happened, yeah. but he responded, and I, he had said that the, there was three incidents, and he had said like what had happened. He had said what he experienced in each, um, and I don't know like. I just read it literally yesterday. I don't know if one was a. I don't think one was a rape. I'm not even downplaying it, or I'm not justifying yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. We're just still kind of waiting just, out for just, more evidence. Or just that. I'm just contextualizing the actual reality. Like yeah. everything is wrong. Grabbing an ass is wrong, but I'm not saying a grabbing the ass is the same as knocking out and raping in a back alley. Like there's not. You can't put those two things in the same place. Both of them are wrong. Yeah, yeah. Both of them should be punished. Both of them I don't want to see. But it's just like I don't. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like contextualize. I think it's important to contextualize and like I I'm I'm really a person that says let the punishment fit the crime. Mm. So it's just like like you believe in karma? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I do, but like I also believe in like multi-generational multi-life karma. So cool. like not yeah. all karma like will get solved in this lifetime. Yeah. So I yeah. think I think maybe Trump has like he's like he there's no way he'll see how much bad karma he's accumulated in this lifetime. Yeah. He's he's seventy four and he just can't even fucking see. So it's just like, dude, next time you're gonna come back as like the asshole on a fucking <laughs> on a on somebody yeah, in, in yeah. solitary confinement. Yeah, actually uh, a couple episodes I mentioned I had the psychic medium on too and uh yeah, let people know at home. I'm totally open to this. If you're a skeptic, like, yeah, it's for all, real. It's, yeah, it's, you're it's, feel different. It's yeah, all good. yeah, it's all good. But I'm this is—I'm right. subscribing to her theory because there was an energy in the room that I just felt, and it kind of beyond the recorded interview you guys heard. Mm-hmm. We had a two-hour talk after two, and like, I—I I don't know. It's just things kind of made sense. Long, long story short, but to say what you were talking about about like the multi-generational life too. One thing I thought was pretty cool, and whether this is fact or not, it made me feel like so at ease about like any anxiety I had about dying one day. Mm. But um, she said that our soul energy, once we die, that goes on forever. You get sent like what makes you Mindbender and what makes me Sean, like what's in our shell that makes us so unique and unexplainable. Once you pass away, that still goes out into, like, the other plane or the astral plane or whatever. And you can linger out there till infinity, but you're also able to come back whenever you want to. So this goes into, like, another talk we were having about multiple lives and stuff like that and i was throwing in jokes i'm like oh can you be your own grandfather and she's like oh i don't know but maybe like yeah but if you wanted to come back and um brilliant she also was talking about uh yeah whatever if if this is true or not we're just going no yeah this is what this show is all about but this is what fucking plato and socrates were doing philosophizing on the universe so like we're doing the exact same thing that all human beings have done throughout throughout time yeah yeah and um Another thing she said that I thought was cool because that episode, it was one of the few times I had a co-host in. Um, she's an electronic uh, music artist named Sages. So with her name Sages, yeah. like the moment I met her, we were just talking about things. And after the interview, it's like we were saying to each other, it feels like I've met you before, yeah. but we never met before. It's yes. like It feels like we've known each other for years. 
And uh, that shit is real, man. Yeah. Well, she was in the room. We were talking to uh, Carolyn, the psychic, about it, and she was talking about like how our energy goes in the infinite. And she's like, "It's very possible that people meet out there and conspire to come back and meet later on in the world." Which is thank you for saying that to which me. Which is I've interesting. Never heard that. That's you a you ever feel like you meet somebody and you're just oh. like, why am I so fucking drawn to you? And it's like That's after amazing. like a two minute conversation, you feel like you've known them all your life, and maybe people you see every day don't feel as close to this stranger. You're just like, I don't know. I have that, that those yeah, moments absolutely. once in a while. But, Yo, that is, oh, man, that's a thought I've never had in my life. Thank you, man. <laughs> Sick, that man. Is yeah. Conspiring outside in the galaxy to do things on Earth with somebody. That is magnificent. Yeah. Whether uh, it's true or not, no, I no, think no. that's fucking badass. I, totally I hope it's, so. like, something. Mm. And any there, nobody can answer, like, nobody can answer all the mysteries of life in the universe. Yeah, so, yeah. like, there, like, if you can, if you are comfortable being agnostic or atheist and that's where you settle Mm -hmm. and just say the answers the questions can't be answered or we're too stupid to answer them that is fair but that does not mean that we can't pontificate and extrapolate and imagine possibilities because because fucking that's that's the only way to go forward i mean fucking 500 years ago we uh, everyone was like the earth is flat and the fucking sun revolves around us. We thought we were the center mm-hmm. of the five hundred years ago. So it's just like we know we've been alive for centuries. It's just like what ideas do we sit on right now that in two hundred years or a hundred years we'll be like, I can't believe people thought that shit. That's yeah, ridiculous. yeah, yeah. Because we were still... fucking cavemen talking on the internet, believing that they that they didn't reincarnate or that they didn't that they weren't capable of astral travel yeah. or that they were confined to earth or whatever it's just like i i cannot think that with the fact that life cannot even be quantified and like scientists can't define what like the diff can't decide that water isn't alive in a different way that we are or plants or whatever like in this universe, you can't fucking say to me that you're confident that there is no other forms of life. Yeah. Maybe yeah, not yeah. life that can communicate with us, mm-hmm. but to say that in this vast, infinite, unmeasurable universe that is beyond fucking even articulation to even conceivably measure, you can't say that there's no other forms of energy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck actually, you. yeah. Get out of my face. Yeah. Get out yeah. of my face with that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, we'll You're right, you're right. Yeah, and it's just there's too much unknown to like it's almost like I think subscribing to a single belief almost seems egotistical in a while. Like I know all the answers where we don't. Like it's so egotistical. Yeah, it's almost like you stop learning like you're about it because you're like, okay, this is the way, and you're not open to listening to what other people have to say or whatever it's like a million percent you mm-hmm. nailed it yeah. you nailed it and it's just just i mean it's I, neil degrasse tyson had a i was just watching him on joe rogan a couple of weeks ago and i mean i saw a side of him that i don't want to say i mean i i always believe i believe survivors and he didn't even doubt these incidents but i saw a side of egotism to him that kind of surprised me that i was like oh this man is a little more confident than i thought and mm, like interesting that's yeah. why i didn't and i say i say that unfortunately but i still respect him and 
hopefully he can take the steps that he needs to take to heal all this situation. But I'm, I'm saying all this to say one of my favorite sayings ever that I think is something that he said where he goes, the universe is under no obligation to make sense to you. And I'm just like, for real, like, yeah, yo, yeah. man. I like that. That's a powerful. That's a oh, power. Yeah. I'm like, yo, for real, like fucking in the space of 100 years, you're not going to learn or understand. I'm like, yo, fucking people just use electricity all the time. But I'm like, you fucking do you understand? Can you describe the fucking techniques of things that send electricity and, and fucking microwaves and fucking yeah. electrical waves to your house yeah and then you get television can you describe yeah. that shit and like even, oh it's magic yeah even trippier wi-fi it's what? literal like, like just, fucking magic it's, it's like fucking in the air magic. too it's yeah. like and it's like i could talk to somebody and they're like oh i don't believe in ghosts but do you believe in wi-fi you can't see that either yeah, but it's, it's, there. it's there exactly it's right, <laughs> like right around all, all times you're being surrounded by fucking wavelengths and all yeah, all yeah. kinds of frequencies and like that's why I fucking, I'm like, yo, we're, I'm like, I just think of the predator sometimes. If you're yeah, predator, vision, the, like if you just switch the, like different fucking frequencies that yeah, you can look at. infrared. And the, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the fucking sound waves. And then yeah. see, yo, I, I love that shit. So, so yeah, man, like. Did you see the new Predator? Not yet, not yet. No, you gotta see I, it. Oh, I've, I've heard like so many mixed reviews, but you know what? All in all, whether it's a good story or not, I'm gonna love it because there's a little you Sean are. kid in me who remembers watching the Predator on Fox when he was too young to be watching it. Sunday afternoon movie. <laughs> Just had my blankets up over my <laughs> yeah, eyes like, yeah. oh, I hope nothing scary is <laughs> happening. <Yeah. laughs> I watched that movie. At the end, I became a man. Yeah, Arnold's got his shirt off and yeah. he's just I, like... I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, 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 yeah. shit like that. You are one ugly motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Jesse Ventura with the chain gun. Yeah, 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 but like, yeah, yeah. no, my heart's so into the Predator, like... If there's just a predator fighting in the movie, I'm gonna be really happy. You're gonna, you are gonna be happy because yeah. the, the thing I saw it and it's it's good. It's very good and it has good moments and there's a few little flaws in it, but yeah, yeah. It, it it's for us. Cool, like there's cool. a bunch of moments you're like, oh god, a new predator moment. Oh god, yes, there's fucking like dangling bloody guts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh god, yes, someone got chopped in half. Yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah. I I just love the concept of the predator too. It's like, I don't know. It's not like the average alien too. It's just no. like. Oh, no, 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 no. It almost mixes like the sci fi and horror and action all perfectly, like in a way, like some movies weren't able to do. Like. Oh, you're right. You're right. No, they and they take it to some interesting places. Like a few things don't make sense, but they add on to the predator mythology in some interesting ways. And like, I don't know if there's going to be another one, but like, I hope there is. Um, yo, um, what, what is like one of your favorite movies you saw this year? This year, um, let me think about that a second. Oh, one, oh. it might, I don't know if it's my favorite, but one that made me feel something that I haven't felt like in any movie. I watched Hereditary. I was just gonna, and oh, really? I was floored. Like, I didn't, really? I didn't know, like, eh. so I watched it like as a matinee and I walked out of the theater. My day was fucking ruined. It ruined. But, wow. And and at the at the beginning, like my buddy was like, "Oh, you shouldn't see this movie. It fucked me up." And him saying that it fucked him up made me even more curious. And I'm like, "I gotta see this movie." Yo. And I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, he was right." And I kind of felt gross. But the day after, yeah, I was thinking gross. about the movie, and I was piecing some plot line stuff together. 
And I was like, you know what, Sean? That was a good fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> everyone keeps saying that. And like, I, I like to, sometimes I don't watch stuff, but I watch how it impacts the culture. Interesting. And, I, and I, yeah, it's weird. I have this weird. Like, no, that's really cool. It's yeah, like you're I, like the bird's eye view of like above people. Like, I try. I try. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously, I don't know everything, but like, yeah, yeah. like some, I just like watch them. Like, oh shit! So I definitely saw a lot of people react to hereditary like that, yeah. and they said like, this is so fucking twisted, and I'm all messed up watching this, and it's amazing and weird. Yeah. So, but like, I haven't seen it yet, and I got weird issues around family and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could, it could like trigger some things too, and even like without like a spoiler too. There's like a moment with a brother and a little sister, and like something like horrible happens to the little sister. And I have a little sister, yeah. And I almost like it put my head in the brother's shoes. Like, oh "Oh my god, if that happened, I'm getting goosebumps telling you. Mm. If that happened to me, what the fuck would I do? Like type thing. Like it became like I don't know, like. Especially, I think it's being, like, the the family thing, and it's not, like, the perfect family or whatever, and it's, like, yeah. I feel like it's a movie a lot of people can put themselves in different characters' shoes, whether it's the brother, the mother, or whatever, and you walk out of it, and you're just like, oh, what the fuck? That was crazy. Shit, yeah. yo. Oh. So, I don't, I, like... I want to recommend you to see it, maybe, but um, if you if it upsets you, <laughs> like, I feel, I feel bad. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, like... I kind of I've committed to watching every movie that I like. I might fall asleep in a movie, but yeah, the only movie that I've ever stopped in the middle of it just because I couldn't take it anymore uh, is Gummo. I, I never heard of this. What is it? Oh my god! So it's Gummo. I was watching for twenty minutes. Uh, I think it's a. I'm pretty sure. I think it's a Harmony Korean movie. Oh, okay. uh, the guy who made Kids. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. and. Um, uh yeah fucking spring breakers so i think it was one maybe a second or third movie and it's just a movie about like rednecks and inbred culture in southern america yeah just yo so there's some really fucked up shit in that movie i was watching this movie at a dude's house i was i was watching it for 20 minutes and then i i stopped there was just some incest Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Shit. that'll like it, there was, but, sway but me the other. There way. was some shit that was so disgusting, I I couldn't really articulate it. And I I saw it. My thought was, I looked around, I looked at the walls, and I said, "I'm not chained down right now. Nobody's forcing me to watch this. Yeah, I can get up and walk out." And I'm like, "Fuck this movie!" Yeah, <laughs> and, I yeah. this, and I was like, "Fuck this!" And it was the only like I'm. The only movie in my life where wow. I'm like, no, fuck this. So, like, I I do my best to, like, even if it's a piece of shit, I always try to say, like, there's one redeemable line in every movie or one redeemable thought or or camera shot or moment or... Yeah, yeah. You I just, try to think that. Even I love, I like, I like high cinema, but even in, in the shittiest, dumbest movie. Yeah, I think even like you as a creator yourself, you can see, like, the work that gets put into it, like... Even though, like, you aren't, like, filming anything or whatever, like, but you've been on sets, you've fucking, you make music, you've been in the studio where 
they're chopping all like your your voice of the beats and everything like you understand what goes in to make these big productions so that's probably like where you can find the positive out of like maybe somebody who doesn't make anything will just go online and just shit all over like the reviews or whatever and not mention one thing not mention one thing you you nailed it man you nailed it because even in the shittiest dumbest b movie that has no hollywood release and whatever it's just like yo man like there's a bunch of people who spent weeks of their lives there's every name in the roll of credits is a real human yeah those are people who got up and went to work every day and it's just like yeah the movie might be a piece of shit but they they either hoped for better or they were just like hey there's something redeeming about this to me Mm -hmm. or like i'm gonna learn something or like yeah yeah like i don't like i don't give a fuck i got to spend time on set with 50 cent and sylvester stallone on some cheap shitty b movie that they did (laughs) it's all good (laughs) that's sick yeah Yeah, that's that's wicked man that's a cool day (laughs) but like yeah man i try to i will try to look up for the little guys yeah yeah and girls what about you this year? Like, what was your big movie where you're like, this was incredible? Yeah, yeah, it's... Oh, man. It's hard to pick one when you, like, uh, go see so many. Because yeah. then you'll be thinking about it after. Like, you're like, oh, I should have said this one instead of... This. Totally, man. You're right. And I just... Yeah, I didn't want to do that to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean... It's weird. Somebody said 2019 was a really long year, and they're like... They're like... Do you remember Black Panther came out this year? And it's just like, oh, it almost man. feels like it didn't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like Black Panther came out in February. Oh, shit. But, yeah, um, and plus Marvel pumps out so many now. Like, you can almost like, you're like, is, they all kind of blur together for me now. Like, because it's just like, almost I feel like it's too much at once in a way. I almost can't get too much. But yeah, no, they, there's, there's been a, exactly, there's been a couple of, quite a few superior movies since um uh like a good movie i want to i sit at home and i do watch things um i i saw she's gotta have it the series which i i gotta give a shout out to that mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that um i finally like sometimes i don't watch the other thing is i watch the culture people respond to things and also sometimes i don't take things in at the same time as everybody else yeah so i finally got through the first season of the get down <laughs> oh okay which yeah, was yeah, really dope yeah. and like every, that's like mad old but like mm-hmm. I, I thought that was really dope um cool cool but i want to give you a movie that i enjoyed um fuck i saw oh, man it's weird like i saw a, sh- a movie that was shitty and my brain keeps going to this. I don't know why yeah, I want to talk about it. it. What is it? What is it? It was the it was that movie Replicas by with Keanu Reeves. Oh, okay, yeah. Like I, I he, it. he had this movie. I don't know if it's going to come out in theaters, but it's like it's so bad. It's, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's, bad. It was. I my brain just keeps going to it. I can't even yeah. think of a good movie. But like, he's like a doctor who, like, his family dies, and then he's like doing some stuff to keep them alive and he makes clones and then like there's so much horrible moral choices in it and there's so much junk science and it's just like it's like really it's like no 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 <laughs> just your brain just like is this movie like and it's it was so bad but it was it's not even really good but it's just it's kind of fascinating yeah interesting, interesting. so like sometimes i'm like i mean i i'm not 
I don't seek out shitty art, but like I think with a lot of album art and shit these days, like you don't have to do something aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do nice art. You just have to convey information. It's like all the fonts and shit, all people just write ugly ass shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Here's a shitty ass picture. Like I want to give a shout out to fucking um, Earl Sweatshirt. You see his album cover? No, I haven't. It's a fucking. <laughs> Earl Sweatshirt's new album cover is a blurred selfie. <laughs> nice. Like it's, like it's totally like a blurred selfie. It's like, it's like blur. <laughs> it's just like that's the cover. And I'm like that's the day and age we live in. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. Not even a sharp picture at all. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, let's, we need to put this out tomorrow. What are we going to do? He just pulls out his phone. Bam. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like, go with that one. <laughs> yeah. It's also, it's crazy because like, I feel like, things like are just coming out like so fast or even the things that i'm interested in i can't keep up or back in the day i remember getting hyped for certain things and i'd be able to like follow like whatever like whether it's comic books movies video games but the way technology has been pushed out especially like youtube all my subscriptions it's just like a day you wake up and there's a daily blast and you can only have so much time. Because you got to do your own things, too. You got to do your own things. You got to go to work. Yeah, I find, like, doing this podcast, too. I used to listen to so many other podcasts. It's, like, definitely died down. Because <laughs> I get my fix, like, having these wonderful conversations with people like you, too. But it's, like, you nailed it's it. crazy. It's crazy. You nailed it. And it's... Uh, it, people got... I mean, people obviously have media fatigue. And they just have data overload. So people just tune it out, numb it out. Just like I can't, I can't respond to everything. I can't be aware of everything. Yeah, yeah. I can't watch everything. I can't listen to everything. Yeah. Obviously, you can't. But, <clears throat> but yeah, it is a problem when it makes you not appreciate the good stuff and not even spend the time with the stuff you like that you normally would. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I try to. I. It's weird because. I wear a bunch of hats, but sometimes I'm like, yo, man, like, I, I finally read a book that uh, it's taken me forever to read, but fucking, I finally read it. Um, Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Interesting. And it was an amazing book, and right at the back of the book, it had one of my life jewels that needs to guide me to finally put out the writing that I need to do. It said, reading is the enemy of writing. Ooh. And I That's was, almost like talking about, like... Uh like earlier we were talking about the people who kind of tip the sale, the, the sales just like almost talking about what they're going to do other than doing. Oh yeah. It's like, if you're a writer, you shouldn't keep reading like books on like how to write, how to write. Nope. People think, Oh, and then I got to go to school or whatever. That's it. But all that time all that- you could be writing all that time you could be writing. And even if you're writing shitty, you're still a writer. Yeah. Cause it doesn't, ap- at the end of the day, opinion really doesn't matter. And which is why it's just like everything's coming together in weird ways. Like, like we, I have this one thought that I like, I like to say that everything is a cult in a way. And, and, and like fan bases are cults. And everyone had like, whether it's fucking Nicki Minaj and her very problematic, fucking psychotic, violent to children cult or. You know, just Drake's fans as a cult or fucking Joe Rogan's fans or yeah, your yeah. fans. Like, everyone has an audience that supports them, some support on various levels and ways. But, like, the whole world is kind of moving towards, like, 
gathering your fan base and then just building with them. And then once it gets to a certain point, then you can just do whatever ideas you want. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like with things like Patreon or whatever, it's like the fans are funding it. Like you become your own boss in a way. And yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah, somebody said, like, they. I like the thought. They were like, yo, man, certain people don't even need traditional media anymore. And they're like, yo, they just, like, some of these YouTube kids are like, I don't need to go on TV or I don't need to get a Now magazine or I don't need to be on City TV or any. Like, I got fucking a million followers on YouTube. What do I need traditional media for? Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, okay, shit, you circumvent the fucking, like, if we got to break the matrix like that. <laughs> but, like... Uh, I mean, Drake said it in an interesting. <coughs> Drake said it in an interesting way too on the last album. He goes, "I do my own propaganda," and it's just like, that's pretty yeah, much self-aware. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like everyone just kind of shapes their own image these days, and uh, it's a wild thing. And part of me doesn't want to play it, but then it's just like, if you don't play it, you 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 kind of don't exist mm-hmm. on a certain level. You do, but you. It's really hard to exist off the grid. Yeah, especially if you're trying to be an artist, whether it's musician, comedian, anything, too. It's almost you got to play the game in the grid. I know, like, some brilliant musicians, they hate being online. They're just like, they're like, I can't wait till I get big enough and I can do some or get somebody to do this for me. Because it's like, because they're so into their music and that's what makes it so good, too. It's almost like you're using a different part of your brain to do that be that self like promoter in a way too it's you know you gotta play the game it's crazy yeah Yeah. that's the thing and actually i'll I'll bring it back to my album because i learned a few things in my album release this year that were that changed my life i gotta give a shout out to ian kamau because he really taught me some super lessons the week before my album release he's like he's like i'm a new artist he's like these days if you're coming out on you have to think of yourself as a new artist. Both him and I put out a bunch of albums in the 90s. I'm like, I got 10 albums, but I took five years off kind of to do porn. And I only dropped a song or two each year. I didn't put out a full-length project. So me not putting out music in five years essentially makes me a new artist. I was put, When I was promoting this album release party from last week, I was like, yo, it's just like I'm starting from scratch. Yeah, does it feel to you like a reset as well? Like. To a degree, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, this this album, I mean, I, I think it's a new re-energized version of me, and it's a version of me that is more politically charged than sexually charged, and, and I actually am at the peak of my rhyme skill. I think I'm a, a sick-ass MC these days, but, like, but it's still, like, letting people know and, like, putting it out in the public and marketing and promoting in this day and age in social media. Whew! It's hard as hell. You're like, yeah, you're it, like in the ocean. In the ocean, yeah. you just, at all points in times, every single day, at 24 hours a day, three, at any point in time, there's just a million other things happening. Mm-hmm. You're just like, I'm just, I am. You're just like, I've got one flag. I'm waving my album. It's yeah. just like the one flag I'm waving, and it's, it's like, what, what, million different things can you do to make people pay attention to this mm-hmm. one idea? Yeah, yeah. And uh, is the album online now? Can people like yes. uh, buy it? And- they can get it. You can get it on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Napster. Uh, it's on Bandcamp. So you can look it up under Mindbender Supreme or Peppermint. And it's so fucking good. Yeah, awesome, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly really, it was a fuck you to everything in hip hop. 
right now. And it's not mm, even a fuck yeah. you, but it's I love you, but fuck your bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't. There's not a single moment that the vibrations of music are like anything else in the culture right now. All like we we went to like jungle and world music and old like doo wop from the '60s and reggae. Yeah, I, I do some reggae on it. Like, oh, cool, cool. Some, like, I'm excited to take take a second and like, I'm gonna really take it in and just listen to it front to back. I've been doing that lately too, because like sometimes like music, like things are so busy now, like it almost turns into background noise. But what I've been doing is consciously like taking an album at least every couple days and just fucking putting it on the headphones, and that's all that's going on. And I'm excited to do this with yours. Oh, and, the moment that you do it, like I guarantee why well, i mean i hope i really feel like we put in the work but i even experience it but when you put it on and start it it's a genuine journey away from the entire world it just sonically lyrically conceptually morally spiritually it just takes you away from everything that's happening right now yeah and it's just i we tried to make it very cinematic so and I also got a Stanley. Yeah, I'm gonna say that right here, man. Mad shout out to Stanley. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. And we we there's a Stanley surprise on the album, and the album was finished and made on Drake's birthday, which is October 24th. So like, it, we didn't do this because Stanley died. Like I've loved Stanley since I was an eight year old child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I always I I had this joke for. 10 years I had in my brain. I'm like, my album is so hip-hop, and it's like, I'm a comic book superhero. I'm so so much of a comic book superhero. I got Stan Lee as a guest appearance on my album. So I always wanted to do it, and I finally did it on this album. Oh, wow. Did and you meet him at a convention or something? Or you I, just, I, just got a I, quote? I, or? Um, I sampled it from something, and okay, I'm cool, not going to ruin the surprise, yeah, yeah. but I actually did meet him last year. Oh, I didn't nice. get to shake his hand, but... I got to ask him a question at the Comic Con last year. Nice. So like I have one memory of speaking to my God Stanley and like like I hold it in my heart and like yeah, like a it was like a cry inducing thing. He talked about his wife and his marriage and how it parallels Peter Parker and Mary Jane and shit. Oh wow. Yo, he yeah. got like we talked a bit deep, about yeah. yeah, he got mad deep with it, man. He was his like answer spiraled off for ten minutes and he was like talking about romance and I'm like, Oh my god. Yeah, good one. You're yeah. always good at with the questions though too. You can tell like you have the journalistic background too and like Dude, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah man. I was like, yeah, I was I couldn't ask for more. I mean I could, but I can't now, but and I won't. But like, yeah, yeah. I had one real moment with Stan Lee and love the man. Yeah. But um yeah, yo, I just wanted to shout out Peppermint though cuz we really he put in a lot of work on this album and we really made some shit that's fucking mind blowing. And um that's the tangent. I fucking went off on a tangent. I wanted to shout out yeah. Kamal. Yeah. <laughs> and Kamal really he made me realize he he said find your tribe and find your audience. And I don't I just don't want to promote to everybody anymore cuz even though there's love, peace, and justice as, and, and cleverness and innovation and beauty and joy on the album, not everybody's going to be into Mindbender. Yeah. So I just got to do what all these all these pop stars are doing. Just find my audience. Yeah. Find That's my fan base. Yeah, that can be inspiring to like a lot of people, too. I know like a bunch of creators like listen to this, too, and they'll get certain tidbits out of different episodes. But that's a... That's a heavy one. Find your own audience. And I want to mention, too, yeah. before we take off to... Uh, just like your uniqueness 
when I met you, inspired the fuck out of me. I was in a position where I had a camera, but I felt like there was something in me that I had to like fit into these different molds. And meeting a guy like you uh, many years ago, when I immediately when I moved to Toronto, it kind of made my brain shift that uh, and let me know the power of being unique. And Word. almost made me look into myself. And this fucking show might have not been a thing if I didn't, if Mindbender wasn't one of the first people I met. Dude, and man. I'm oh. fucking blessed that Girth Radio lets Sean do whatever he wants. And like Thanks, it's been Girth. evolving and it's turning more into, I don't know, something that's true to me. Yeah. But it's also interesting to see the more I embrace what's inside, the more people are connecting to it in a way. And I don't know what that is. I can't measure that, but oh, it shit. seems to be happening the more I unapologetically like just be like put the core of whatever this Sean being is into the work. And dude, like you're one of the first people like who made me feel a little confident about pushing myself towards that kind of stuff. And it took years to do. It took a lot like you you met me probably like six, seven years ago or so. And but it was like you were like the first person who was like I was like wait a minute this is cool and I've never this guy's not trying to be like anybody else it's just Addy just doing Addy things and there's something yeah. fucking rad as fuck about that man like because there is only one you yeah yeah oh man and there's only one you too man that's one thing I really appreciate about you and you just dropped a huge jewel in my head that I really cherish man. Because I haven't, because honestly, rhyme-wise, I feel like I've done maybe 12 or 13% of what I potentially could do. Mm-hmm. And porn-wise, I feel like I've done 3% of what I potentially could do. <laughs> nice. I feel like I've, hold, I, I've held back a lot. And you're one of the few ple- people and places that I've been able to be myself and say all my thoughts. And mm-hmm. I never held back. Yeah. And I really appreciated that about you, man. But uh, Do you feel like sometimes it's hard to do that when you're, like, say, like... I don't know how the porn industry is, but you're out there, like you get hired to do something and you feel obligated to please whatever director it is. And like, you, do you almost like fall into their mold of what they think? It, um, no, I try to, I try to walk a fine line between what I want to do and what they want. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to be balanced, but I, I'm, I'm never selfish where it's to the point where it's like, I this is what I want to do and I'm uncompromising and I'm not listening to anyone take it or leave it. But that's why I need to be a creator more and start my own things to just be like, when I work with other people, we can brainstorm and collaborate and, and see what the chemistry is with our energies. But when I'm making my own shit, it's pure uncut mind bender. It's pure uncut goddess. worship. It's pure uncut fucking rhyme loving lyricism and just next level shit. And just when you come to me, it's hardcore shit. Yo, it's I'm excited for this. Yeah. This is like the next chapter. Like Yo, we're no, teasing right now, no, and I'm excited sure. to see what happens. And yeah. like honestly, like I definitely, as you go through this journey, like you need to be on the show. As I, I, I'm can. definitely yeah. gonna come back. Can I spit a little verse? Yes, please, please spit a verse. Let's go. This is how we're. This is all we end up. I gotta, yeah, exactly. Because I, I gotta be like sometimes I wanna be. Yeah, I did talk stuff. And shout out to my lovers, all my lovers out there. I usually can't say their names because stupid slut shaming world. But mm-hmm. some beautiful. I had 
pretty amazing sexual year. And I had many weeks this week where I had sex six days out of seven in a week. It's a good thing. My boy. And I think <laughs> I, there was a, a couple of weeks ago last week where I had sex seven days in a row. And I love all the beautiful women in my life. I cherish you. But sometimes I'm not Malcolm Lovejoy. Sometimes I'm Mindbender Supreme and Mindbender. Our new single is called I Like Jokes. And it's our little tongue-in-cheek response to the world that we live in today. Because today's it's a fucked up, wild, crazy world. <laughs> Chaotic. Um, all right, here we go. People nowadays are so sensitive. Well, global warming's boiling the oil in their melting skin. Jordan Peterson's a sleazy. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first we, time we can redo it. it. We yeah, can redo yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the first time I've done it, and yeah. just, I'm hearing Aerosmith in the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunk, but it's all there's, good. There's a uh, shitty beat get, in the background. You're gonna get. You're gonna get raw rap. <clears throat> People nowadays are so sensitive. Well, global warming's boiling the oil in they melting skin. Jordan Peterson's a sleazy ogre who only sees men and women. Send them to prison for PhD tuition in transgender bended thinking, or get addicted to wicked troll and hidden refresher hell existence every seven minutes. I like the joke called your life. It keeps my sense of humor in heaven and my inner devil giggling. Where is Lee Harvey Oswald? Now that his country needs him. Impeach the pussy grabbing boogeyman with a she-hulk assault ball squeezing. Mm. What a time to nearly die to be alive. Choose a politician by penis size. A firing squad for the police of ice will not make baby Jesus cry. We'd read you your rights, puny human who whines. If you had any rights left, go to comatose sleep. Good night, kid. Try not to shit and wet the bed. It's my duty to deliver your soul blissful true peace. I give it like infinite clips bitten like twin crow movies. Every 69th minute of my life is a dripping kinky movie. If the stench of perfection is too offensive. Feel free to lick the booty. Yeah. Oh, God. I, I'm a little drunk, and I don't have the beat in the back. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Make raps. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah Daddy, yo. love you. Thanks for love being you, on the show again. Oh, anytime, man. Yo, episode 69, I had to be on it because- Proper. I had to. I love pussy eating. So. Yeah, yeah. I love women. I love life. I love hip hop. And I love good homies who fucking have a good brain and good heart. So thank you all for listening to Sean Sirianni and the Creative Imbalance Podcast. Blah. Much love. And for everybody who's listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, I think that's all of them. I, I missed one. I know I missed one, but whatever. If you're not listening to this from www.girthradio.com, go to that website. Go. Every episode has its own homepage. You're going to see some pictures of Mindbender in the studio. You're yeah, going to yeah. see a link to his new album. And we're going to post a bunch of other links of yes. what he does. And uh, yeah. So check it. And thank you for listening, guys. I appreciate it. Cheers. Girth Radio. Today, I'm challenging you. Since you lanes can't handle the truth. Today, I'm challenging them. Till the basic madness is dead. It's challenge day. And my name is Mindbender It's challenge day. Are you done? Living mouth breathes with hillbilly ignorant shouting. Your psychological advancements are being overseen by illiterates. Jokes for memes, grotesque and weak. Your only social media digital fingerprint. And now you want me to hand the future to a king who couldn't even keep his own culture safe? Darth Vader Carpe Diem is how I immediately seize this motherfucking day. Chris, you will not have it. I said you will not have it, though.
Nothing was upgrade. Black hasn't changed enough. So it drastically smashes face until it's happily tasting bad. Out of phase, kids. Even a college dropout can graduate. Kicked out the new school in your mom's house. Like, where's he gone now? I'm flying on clouds. Not full of smart balls, but just watch it calm like a shark. Till it's gone, the he thought karate. I'm awesome, but we rock the party. Constant knocks and crank copy. Get consciousness scarring. Well, I'm Katana sharpening my tongue, razor blade. Amy straight hollow to dominant godliness. Don't underestimate my inventor. will be your life's one playlist. Stay next thing you know. The crown is mine, FYI, I was born supreme royalty, I only lend you fools gold medals for your head so you can spread around my shine until your sound dies. Mbaku, what are you doing here? It's challenge day.